Why, hey there, welcome to the Business of Ergonomics podcast. Today, I want to get down into one of the biggest misconceptions I see as someone who does ergonomics assessments in the office for a living, and it's this wild conception that sitting perpendicular to the ground at 90 degrees is the most optimal for your health. So we're going to dive into this idea in this podcast today. So let's do this. Welcome to the Business of Ergonomics podcast. I'm your host, Darcy Jeremy. I'm a board certified professional ergonomist with over 15 years of experience delivering ergonomics programs to employers of all different types. In this podcast, I share what other healthcare professionals are already doing and being with ergonomics assessments and how to land those clients that you dream of. Without further ado, let's jump into this episode right now. I mentioned in episode 158 that it just feels like it's been so long since I connected with you and to dive a little bit more on that subject. And the end of September, we welcomed a little girl into our world. Yes, we have a daughter. This is our first daughter. We've had three boys. So acclimatizing to a family of six with a little girl is just so great. And as I have the time to steal away and jump on a podcast or go on a coaching call with members of Accelerator or connect with other ergonomics enthusiasts, those little times away from the family to reconnect with another really important part of my life, the ergonomics community, it just really sticks out as something that I really love doing and I'm passionate for. And that brings me to what you're doing right now. You're passionate about ergonomics. And I just want to shout you out as someone who is into continuous improvement. As I was chatting to one of my children today about um, doing something with our homeschool and being a good learner. And even though you may know the outcome, being being teachable and how that is such a virtue in today's world where I think especially in our children, they can feel like they know everything already just because information is always accessible to them. Well, being a lifetime learner and, and being on that continuous growing path is something that I really strive to do. Um, and coming forward in the podcast episodes to come, I'm going to be sharing way more literature with you to help you be on the leading edge when it comes to what you need to know for providing the best possible value to your clients. And what I'm going to be doing is taking literature from the curated literature reviews in one of the programs I offer, Accelerate, sharing that with you in this form so that, like I mentioned, you know what you're doing. And I can save you time. And that's really what's so clear for me right now. Saving time because, gosh knows, if you're anything like me right now, time is something that does not come easy. Today, what I want to do is share one of the biggest misconceptions that I have seen as someone in the ergonomics field for a long time now. I want to say a very long time, but a long time, I feel. And it's about sitting posture. If someone has ever found out that you have done ergonomics assessments and you're in that field, 
they probably sit up as straight as they possibly can. And they probably say something like, oh, you know, sitting straight up 90 degrees. I know what I should be doing, but that's just not sustainable. What I want to give you today is a few reasons why sitting reclined in a chair is better for your health. And there's a bunch of reasons why this is so important. You already know that eight out of 10 Americans, eight out of 10, will have back problems at some point during their lifetimes. And this is a worldwide phenomenon. And the number of adults in America experiencing lower back pain seems to be on the the rise, especially with those who have been working in unconventional setups during the pandemic, right? Working from home, working from coffee shops, working from their couch, from their bed, you name it, insert blank, right? So what can you do to reduce some of the risks with long-term and degenerative back pain? Many sources, many, many standards around the world are recommending a reclined sitting position as just one part of an overall health strategy. I also really like the idea of total worker wellness. Google that up. Total worker wellness. That's a really effective strategy that I have seen. And I think that was developed in 2015, maybe a little bit earlier. If I'm wrong, please let me know. The good news is that for most desk chairs today, you can do this reclining position with the backrest, and it's a really simple adjustment to do this. There's usually some sort of side lever. However, for some of the cheaper model of chairs, you must want to be aware that you might not have that multi-tilt if you're in North America functionality, so the backrest independently adjusts to the seat pan. You might have that synchro, synchronized tilt where the whole chair leans back. So that's one caveat that you just got to be aware of, okay? The motivation behind what I want to share with you today, it does shine a light on what is ergonomically, the most ergonomically friendly sitting position, if that term actually exists. Because as you and me are both aware, the best ergonomic setup is totally dependent on what that person is doing. And too often, I I just see this wildly misconception that someone has to be sitting as straight as they possibly can or at 90 degrees. And this is so far from the truth. And this is something that I think that we really have to advocate for as ergonomics professionals, because if you look back at the research here, it goes back almost 50 years. Get this, 50 years. And it's found that evidence has been in the vicinity of of the research that sitting reclined is way better for the health of the back. So in today's episode, I'm going to give you three reasons why a reclined chair position is so much better for you and for your clients, really. That's what we're here for, providing as much value as possible. The first thing I want to jump into is that sitting reclined is similar to standing. A reclined sitting posture is more similar to a standing position. When you sit, even with a slight recline in your client's backrest, the sitting angle 
is way closer than that as standing, like like extension, right? When you stand, it's, it's back extension. It's obvious, and it's an important point to make. Why? Well, standing puts the least amount of load on the spine and its supportive musculature. Many consider standing kind of like a gold standard for posture because there is, when there's a good standing position, the inward, that lordosis, and that outward called kyphosis, curves of the spine are considered to be neutral in most situations. And we know that a neutral spine is not only easily maintained for the body, but it's so good for the back health too. It's contrary to one of the most typical sitting positions that people tend to use in the office. And can I get an amen if you agree to that? In my experience, people tend to lean forward or perch at the front end of the chair instead of leaning back against the backrest. And you know what? It's not only considered to be an unnatural posture and an unnatural uh, postures wear out the disc in the spine. And you can see, if I were going to show you some pictures here, that there is a really specific difference, an extreme difference in the disc pressure between standing, sitting, slightly reclined, and leaned forward. Leaning forward at like 80 degrees. Um, when you compare it to um, standing, puts almost a 90% increase of disc pressure when you compare that. So there is um, some literature, and I'm going to share that in the notes because you're going to be able to get a lot more specific information. But the research is from 1977. It's called The Ergonomics of Posture, The Review of Various Problems of Standing and Sitting Posture. And you're going to be able to get the specific information of why sitting reclined is better on the spine. Okay, so you're still with me. The first point why sitting reclined is better for you is that sitting reclined puts less pressure on the discs of the spine. The second thing I want to move into is the spine muscles are less fatigued. For quite some time, there's been solid evidence to support a backrest angle between 95 degrees and 150 degrees reclined. There's, again, been so much research. And in the ergonomic standard associations, for instance, the one in Canada, have found that an increase in backrest recline, as well as the chair's lumbar support, like also very important to have adequate lumbar support. Both of those things together, backrest recline and lumbar support, is associated with a reduction in muscle activity when the back is resting on the backrest. Less muscle activity means less fatigue and tiredness for back muscles. That can mean a lot less susceptibility for discomfort and injury for a lot of people. And there is a graphic that I'm going to, again, send you to in the show notes. And what you'll see in this graphic is that beginning at about 90 degrees, there starts to be a real reduction in the muscle activity level. 
The biggest reduction in muscle activities are found in chairs that have a backrest recline between 110 and 130 degrees. If that chair has suitable lumbar support. And this is because the measured muscle activity levels are the lowest. This means less exposure to ergonomic risks, long-term back-specific risks, as well as back fatigue. So how about that trifecta, eh? One last word of advice here from one ergonomics expert to another. Remember when you recline your backrest, the rest of your workstation should also be adjusted to match your new and likely everything in the workstation has to be lowered for your client that working position. This is why sitting reclined beyond 115 degrees may not be the most conducive for your client because most office setups would have to be fairly adjustable to accommodate that really reclined posture. And I have seen a really reclined posture just a couple times in my ergonomic career thus far. So I'm talking about a backrest that is between 115 and 130 degrees. The person loved it, but everything in that workstation has a positive tilt. Normally, a positive tilt is not recommended any for any reason except for an extreme backrest tilt. Okay, so we're going into number three, and to summarize, number one is that a reclined sitting position is more similar to standing. Number two, spine muscles are less fatigued. And the third and final thing that I want to talk to you about today is that reclined sitting has less pressure on the spine. So prolonged sitting has often been identified as being associated with back pain, specifically disc herniations. And I'm going to be sharing a graph with you, okay? So there's some literature and this literature is, is good. It's good. And it's called an epidemiological study of the relationship between occupations and acute herniated lumbar intervertebral discs. And that's from 1975. I'm going to share that with you. And in that piece of literature, if you just head to it, you're going to see that there's a graph that has an increased backrest angle. And the disc pressure decreases. The results are supportive for backrests that are as high as 130 degrees reclined. Unsupported sitting postures will always put the most amount of strain on the discs, especially when you compare them to standing postures. Based on this, the backrest should be at least inclined to 100 degrees. You got that? The backrest should be inclined to 100 degrees at least based on those results. It's also a lot more comfortable to sit with your back resting on your backrest in a reclined position, according to the research. If you've ever tried this with clients and they're so resistant to this because they've been told their whole existence that they have to sit 90 degrees, ask them just to try slight reclining their backrest for the rest of the afternoon or the rest of the morning. They could always move it back. It's part of the education piece that you offer your clients, walking them through the chair and showing them how easy it is 
to remove the backrest recline if they they try it out first and they don't like it. Of course, you want to encourage them to try it as often as they they can until it becomes normalized. Because based on the evidence that I presented to to you today, it makes a really great case that they should be putting some recline into their backrest if it's possible with that share, because it's going to be giving them so many good points in their day-to-day. To close off on today's episode, have you ever heard of this really cliche term, the best posture is the next posture? Oh, I love it. I do. And it's such a great term and saying to share with your clients when you're doing a presentation or when you're in a face-to-face ergonomics assessment. As cliche as it sounds, it makes sense when applied to sitting. Why? Well, because even when your client's sitting in what's considered to be the most optimal position, let's say between 95 and 115 degrees reclined, there's so many reasons, of course, why that's so awesome. If they're sitting like this for prolonged periods of time, it's considered to be an ergonomic risk, of course, and reminding your client that too much of a good thing could actually be a bad thing. They could mediate this by taking advantage of the nifty functionality of their backrest to change it up within that range. And even slight backrest angle changes within this recommended range, it's a good thing. It improves spinal movement. It nourishes the muscles as well as it takes waste products away. Providing this educational piece is very much like the cherry on top of the cake when it comes to providing the most possible value for your clients. And often for many more many more clients who are more engineering focused, so looking at the best type of equipment, I can certainly fall into this too. Focusing on that that coaching and the soft parts of an ergonomics assessment can be so valuable. So please don't forget to do that because your clients will love you for it. And there you have it, my friend. Three top reasons why sitting recline is better for your clients. Please take a look at the literature that I have put into the show notes because there's some really nifty graphs that by all means you can put into education pieces that you're doing or lunch and learns or any of that good stuff because it's still really good even though it's so old. <laughs> As I say that, I I just realize that's probably not the most politically correct thing to say because let's face it, it's not that old. It's just not the most recent, but still really useful. Thank you for listening to this podcast. I can't wait to connect with you again in the future, fellow ergonomics enthusiasts. And if you want to work with me, I have two programs. One that teaches you how to do awesome office ergonomics assessments with coaching from yours truly, and the other that teaches you how to set up a profitable ergonomics consulting business. I'm going to put in the ending here, how to get started with learning how to do an office ergonomics assessment. So be sure to check it out and get on the wait list when I next open the Accelerate program. Check that out in the show notes. Chat to you soon. Bye-bye. You can get started with office ergonomics assessments today. 
Healthcare professionals are seeing the potential and opportunity to add office ergonomics assessments to their practice and services. Go to ergonomicshelp.com slash begin to get the exact seven-step process that works so that you can get started today without the confusion or overwhelm. Just head to ergonomicshelp.com slash begin now.